gospel is Christ in me, Christ in me. There is power in Jesus' name. There is victory in Jesus' name. The name above every other name. The name of our God. His name is Jesus that he has given to us. Today, church, I would like to explain to you more on the name of our God. Because the Bible says in the book of Psalm 9, verse 10, that they who know the name of God trust in him. So you must know the name of God. If you are wondering, what should I know in the name of God? I already know the name of God, which is Jesus. Let me tell you, there is so much more to know in the name of God. Look at that verse to yourself, Psalm 9, 10. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. Amen. What a correlation here. If you know the name of God, then you can trust him. Amen? What a beautiful relation. What a beautiful meaning this verse has. If you know the name of God, to what extent you know the name of God, how much you know the name of God is going to determine how much you trust God. Amen? So are you ready to know his name this morning? Amen? Glory to God. When we see in the beginning of creation, when God created Adam, he told Adam to name every living creature. Adam named everything that we see around. Adam named the creatures of the sea, of the earth, of the sky. Adam named everything around him. And the Bible says he named Eve, the mother of creation. And I get to see that in Genesis, Adam does not name God. Adam does not even ask the name of God. So what do you think that Adam would have called God? What was the name that he addressed God with? I think, this is my personal revelation, that Adam was the son of God. He was the first born. He was the first Adam until we got the last Adam born of God. So Adam would have been probably having the relationship of father and son with God. So he would have been addressing God as father, as daddy, as Abba. So he never asked God, what is your name? Amen. Years passed by, centuries passed by, nobody dared to ask God, what is your name? Until there was a meekest man on the earth who was called for uh, a greater project, for a greater mission, for the greatest uh, ministry that we see in the Old Testament. Yes, that is Moses. When God called Moses through the burning bush, when Moses has his first encounter with God, Moses raised as an Egyptian, 
He was there in Pharaoh's house. He was raised as Pharaoh's daughter's adopted son. So he was the prince of Egypt. He had Egyptian culture. So he was raised with Egyptian traditions. So probably he knew Egyptian gods and their names, probably the god, their gods such as Ra, Anubis and all the Egyptian gods name. And then we get to see Moses runs away after uh, the blunder that he commits. He kills someone accidentally to save his people. He gets married to that Midian girl and he serves the Midian priest and we get to see that he also is aware of the Midian culture and Midian and their gods. He never knew the name of our God until he met him in the burning bush. We see that when God speaks to Moses, when God calls him for his purpose, Moses asks God one very powerful question. He says, God, what is your name? Who are you? What should I go and say to the people of Israel? That who sent me? What is your name? And God gives a beautiful answer to Moses. God says, go and tell my people, I am who I am has sent you. I am has sent you to deliver my people. I am who I am is my name. Amen. What a beautiful answer. Church, if you have any question in regards to God, be the first one like Moses to ask a question. He loves to answer your question. He loves to reveal himself, reveal the mysteries. Amen. God is excited to show you about him. God is excited to teach you. He's excited to reveal to you as long as you are asking with a genuine heart, not with, uh, 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 with uh, condemnation thought, but your thought towards that question is to know him more. Thoughts towards that question is for your doubts to be clarified. Thoughts towards that question is that you have a greater revelation about him. Like Moses said, what should I say? Who are you? What should I say? What is your name? And God gives such a powerful revelation. Say, I am who I am. Church, you must know the meaning behind this powerful name. This word, I am who I am, is what is written in your English Bible. When you see that in Hebrew word, it is E-A, E-A. I, I don't know the exact pronunciation of the Hebrew word, but let me give you the meaning behind it. It comes from the Hebrew verb which means to be or to exist. To be means to exist forever. It was not that he got, uh, he existed when you got to know him. It means he forever existed. When it says, I am who I am, that's how it's translated in the English Bible, which simply means he is self-existent. Amen? There is nothing before God. He is the Alpha and Omega. He existed through eternity. He is there forever and ever. There was never a time that he came into existence. He was there from eternity. He is the pivotal and the priority, the first 
of all things. Amen. That is our God. God who forever existed. He is self-existent, self-sufficient. Amen. And he is constant. God is constant. When it says, I am who I am. I exist. I am. I am living. I am present. I am in now. God is saying now. He never said, I am who I was. He didn't say, I am who I will be. He said, I am who I am. That means he is God of now. He is God who does not change. He is God. He is forever same yesterday, today and forevermore. In Malachi, it says, I am God and I do not change. That is such a wonderful character of our God. Many think God has changed over time. They think God of the Old Testament is God who is angry, God who is punishing, God who is waiting to send curses. That's the image that people have about God in the Old Testament. And people think probably God changed in New Testament and God became God of love. Probably God took some anger management lessons. Absolutely not, my friend. God is the same unchanging. He is God of love. He is God of mercy. He is God who always shows unconditional love. His mercy triumphs over judgment. He always hated sin, but he always loved sinner. That is my God. That is our God. He never changes. He has been that way in the Old Testament. He has been that way in the New Testament. The entire Old Testament is the shadow of Jesus. Is the shadow of what God wants to do for his people. Amen. His heart never changed. He was working through ages, through eternity. So that the lamb that was slain in his mind, the foundation for the creation, the foundation, the purpose of redemption, was that the lamb will be slain. That was already planned by God. Amen. Even before the foundations of the earth, the lamb was slain. That is our God, a loving God who gives solution to mankind, who gave redemption plan for you and for me. He's the same unchanging God. That is what that name is revealing. I am who I am. I am in now. I am a God of the present. I am not God of the past. I am not God of the future. I am the God of now. That means what? I am now. That means God is in your present tense and God is in your future tense. For you, God is in your past tense. For you, God is in your present tense. For you, God is in your future tense. But for God, it is always a present tense. Let me explain this to you. You must understand this. Let me read off the scripture, then we will come back to the explanation. Let's show them the book of uh, Exodus, where God reveals this name. Exodus chapter 3, verse 30, uh, 13 and 15. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. Moreover, God said to Moses, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, 
the lord god of your fathers the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob has sent me to you this is my name forever and this is my memorial to all generations the bible says god revealed this to moses saying this is my name for ever amen the name of our god i am that i am i told you in hebrew it is e a that which is one of the trinity name that is the first person of the trinity which we call it in hebrew as yudhe wafe amen which jewish people tremble to write that name while uh, translating scribes would wash their hands and with such integrity and sanctity and such fearfulness they would address and write that name which they would call it as tetragrammatum which is written in short form y h w h that is yahweh the one of the trinity the first person of trinity so yahweh is revealing here i am that i am as i told you which means god of now god of present because it is not addressing to the past tense neither it's addressing to the future tense it is talking about god of present tense oh church i have such a beautiful revelation about this to all of you god of now god of present tense amen glory to god so god of now god of the present tense what do i mean god of the present tense that means god is always in the present tense you and i mankind and everything that we see around us we are in time space and matter whenever we see things around us we relate to it as time that is either in past tense present tense or in future tense when we see an object we relate to it in space that is length breadth and width when you see a matter we relate to that solid liquid gaseous and we see time space matter they are a continuum that is they have to come together simultaneously that is so prevalent for the laws of the earth that is the law of the universe the law of space and time and mass and gravity and motion but the one who created it our god who created time our god who created mass our god who created space what is he like he has to be outside space to create space he has to be outside time to create time he has to be outside matter to create matter amen so when you are trying to understand with your 3 pound brain thinking how can i fit this god to time fit this god to space it does not make sense because god is more than the time space and matter coming together amen so god is in present tense because for god everything is now for god everything is in his control the god of the universe the god of time that is the reason he can go back to your yesterday and he can heal your past he can secure your today and he can anchor your tomorrow because everything is in his control amen glory to god hallelujah what a mighty god we serve 
So when God is revealing, I am now, I am the living, I am the present, I am the God of now. You must relate to this with the finished work of Jesus. When you relate to the name of God with the finished work of Jesus, you relate to the name of God with what God is trying to convey and what God has already done. It helps you to live a victorious life. No wonder it says they that know the name of God will trust in him. So if you trust in him, that means what? You're having faith in him. If you're having faith in him, that means what? Faith is such a powerful thing that makes all things possible. God makes, grace makes, faith takes. So when you trust, when you put your faith, you're able to take what God has made it available for you. Amen. Listen to Hebrews 11.1. 1. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is. Wow. Now faith is the substance of things. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. When is faith? Faith is not it will be tomorrow. Faith is not in, in what has happened. Faith is now. Faith is a present tense. Church, you must understand the difference of faith and hope. Hope is a beautiful delusion that Satan has given to church today. Mental assent is a beautiful delusion that Satan has replaced faith with to the church of God. People believe that God will heal. People believe that God will bless. People believe that God will deliver. That's not what God revealed to Moses. God did not say, I will heal. I will deliver. God said, I am. I am your deliverer. I am your healer. I am your answer. I am your solution. Amen. And when Moses went with that name, you saw that very moment, the ten plagues began to come. Amen. The ten plagues started to strike Egypt and the solution started to appear for them because they had to believe, they had to know the name of I am, the God of now, the God of present. Throughout the Bible, whenever God has given a name, it has always been the indicator of a destiny of a person or what he's going to be or the future or the name of that person revealed about him. Let me give you an example. When God turned the name of Abram to Abraham, he changed his name to reveal his destiny, that he will be father of many nations. When God changed the name of Sarai into Sarah, he changed her from being a princess to a queen of princess. It revealed what she is going to be. It indicated her future. It indicated her destiny. When God called Gideon and he said, Gideon, the mighty man of valor. At that time, Gideon was not mighty. He was wondering whom God is talking about. But God was calling him. 
God was saying what he's going to be. Always the name of a person, when God changed, it revealed something about their future. When God called Jacob and God said, you will no longer be called Jacob, which means cheat. I will give you a new name. I will call you Israel. That means the prince of God. Amen. Glory to God. So the name has such a beautiful meaning behind it. So when God told to Mary, you will give birth to a son and you shall name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. It revealed something about the name of Jesus. So today when we are discussing about the name I am that I am, you must understand the name that is so powerful and the meaning behind it. What is God trying to reveal through that name? Amen. When it says I am, that means I am now. I am that I am. I am living. I am in your present. I am what you want me to be now. What is that you're looking for? You're waiting for healing? I am your healer. You're waiting for prosperity? I am your finance. You're waiting for a job? I am the source. You're waiting for love? I am the lover of your soul. What is that you're looking for. I am what you want me to be in what phase of your life. You're a child, you're a teenager, you're a middle-aged individual, you're an old person. Whatever is the phase of your time, God is always in the present. Amen. 